This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hany Balqis, with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, today is the 20th of September. It is a Wednesday. We've got one more day for the weekend if you're living and working right here in Sharjah. But in the tech news today, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about E and or better known as Salat and how they have been awarded the highest level of certification for satellite infrastructure. Now, we do know that Salat has been expanding their breach or their reach on many different wavelengths. And one of them is trying to be the best, not only in the UAE, but the region and the world as well. Yes, indeed. And talking about being the best, we actually had a chance today to find out and learn more about the stories of some of the best women in tech. The Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park is currently holding a one-of-a-kind event. It's known as the Women in Tech event. This is the fourth edition of it. And they have actually been opening the door to allow us to hear the stories of many successful women innovators. Uh, they have a big focus this year on sustainability. And so we're going to be actually talking all about what happened during the event. It's currently taking place up until 3 p.m. So if you are in the area, make sure you go ahead and pass by. But we're going to be playing some live interviews that we were able to actually catch from some of the winners at the event as well. Fatima Al-Kabi, the youngest Emirati inventor, uh, will be joining us uh, over the airwaves. We're going to be talking all about uh, her award. And we're also going to be listening to the CEO of the park, uh, His Excellency Hussein Al-Mahmoudi. He's going to be telling us more about the main focus of this year's Women in Tech. Yes, and uh, you know we're not done talking about iPhones just yet, ladies and gentlemen, as people are flocking from India, Pakistan, and Europe to the UAE. And why is that? Well, they want to get their hands on the brand new iPhone because apparently across the world there is a very big shortage. But right here in the UAE, alhamdulillah, there's an abundance of iPhone 15s that are ready for the taking. So we're going to be talking about that and see why everyone is coming to the UAE and not getting it in their home country. Yes, indeed. Elon Musk is making headlines as well as we talk about how he could soon be charging all users a small monthly payment. And you don't necessarily have to be a blue subscriber to uh, X. Even if you're just a typical user, you may have to start now paying to be able to use the platform itself. Yes, and Google does join the anti-social club as it does bring its AI chatbots barred to its inner circle, which would be opening the door to have AI chatbots in your Gmail, Maps, and even our favorite video platform, YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, lots of things are happening on the show today. A lot of tech news are going to be coming right at you. You do not want to miss out to this jam-packed show we have for you today. We are taking a very short break, but when we come back, we're talking all about E and but we're going to leave you guys with a song by Burnaboy. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. E and which we know as its salat has been awarded the highest level of certification for satellite infrastructure. Now E and formerly its salat has became the first in the MENA region and only on the 12th, uh, 12th globally to be recognized for creating infrastructure that is critical to establishing an environment conductive or conducive to satellite operators and service providers. Now, the UAE telecommunication giant Tawi Asaman Teleport in Sharjah and Jawad Ali Teleport in Dubai were awarded Tier 4 certification 
by the World Teleport Association Certification Program. Now, Tier 4 is the highest level of excellence in the meticulous teleportation, uh, teleport certification program and does award and evaluate the success of a company in establishing an environment conducive to satellite operators and service providers and even leveraging its capabilities to deliver satellite solutions tailored to the region and even the global markets. Now, it also does reinforce EN support for low Earth orbit, better known as LEO, and medium Earth orbit MEO satellite constellations. Now, yes, there's a lot of satellites in space, but there's a, there's a lot of satellites, you know, not that far up in space that we use to get our coverage when it comes to data and cellular coverage in general and uh, yes it's a lot right now I believe we are the fastest network still in the world when it does come to 5G. Yes, indeed. Now, EAN currently operates uh, in different parts of the region. We definitely know it's one of the most uh, well-known and also strongest telecom uh, companies. But they're also offering connectivity to international submarine cables, global VPN networks, cloud networks, and also smart hub data centers right here in the UAE. Now, these teleports definitely solidify the EAN's role as a critical link in the global telecommunications landscape. And we've also witnessed them actually make big high when it comes to becoming the first in the MENA region, also the 12th globally to be recognized. And so uh, they definitely have a lot of accomplishments under their belt. And this is just one more thing that is added to a long list of accomplishments. Yes. And again, uh, you know, whether it's a private sector or a public sector right here in the UAE, we have been you know, thriving and alhamdulillah striving to become the best in the world and not only in the world, but also the MENA region as well. And we alhamdulillah have been accomplishing it. I mean, it seems like every day we are hailing, uh, you know, the UAE and their achievements this week. And last week we were talking about Sultan Niyadi and him going to space. And today we're talking about it Salat and how they have won a very high-ranked award. And alhamdulillah, you know, it's very, it's a blessing, you know, to be living in such countries or such countries like the UAE where they're always bettering themselves at what they do, whether it's in space or it's right here on Mother Earth and especially in the technological and digital world. So again, 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys think. But Omni and I are taking a very short break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about the award ceremony or the event that was held today. And Omnia, uh, give us kind of a little bit of a preface about what is going to be happening next segment. Well, we're going to be talking all about the conversation that we've had with the CEO of the Sharjah Research Technology Innovation Park, His Excellency Hussein Al-Mahmoudi. He's going to tell us all about the main focus and the theme of this year's event. And we're also going to be listening to uh, the youngest Emirati inventor, Fatima Al-Kabi, who had a chance to talk to us and we or we had a chance to get to talk to her and she was actually one of the recipients of the women in tech awards that were given today so make mm -hmm. sure you stay tuned to find out all about it yes and you know fatima kabi actually we did have an interview with her all the way back in 2020 during the covid 19 pandemic and uh i believe she created a self-sanitary uh, station mm -hmm. at her home in Al Ain. so again it's a very nice to have her MashaAllah, she's now uh, graduated from university and she's a... She has a lot. She's going to tell us all about what she's been doing at the moment. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, you know, we interviewed her when she was a high school student and now, MashaAllah, graduated from university. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. 
Today we are celebrating Women in Tech as the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park is currently holding their Women in Tech event. This is the fourth edition of the event and every single year it's only been getting better. Every single year the number of speakers increases, the number of attendees also adds up and today we have seen a packed ballroom looking at it uh, there was about 400 uh, attendees and a lot of people have actually been uh, very excited to witness and to learn more about the stories of all the different speakers there were some of the biggest names the first female uh, Emirati aircraft engineer uh, was attending uh, her excellency Aisha bin Bishr uh, we've also seen uh, the youngest Emirati inventor who we actually had a chance to uh, get to talk to today Fatima Al-Kabi she was also attending but best of all we actually had a chance to talk to the CEO of the park itself, uh, His high, His Excellency uh, Hussain Al-Mahmoudi. He was telling us all about the event and the theme of it. And so we're going to be listening to him, what he believes is the main focus of the event this year. First off, congratulations on such an amazing uh, event. It's the fourth edition of the Women in Tech event. Can you talk to us a little bit about what makes it special and different from all the previous editions? We are very uh, happy to have such a gathering today, more I think than 400 people from all over the Middle East. And uh, it's great to be able to have Her Highness Sheikh Abidur here. I think this is testimonial of, of, of the role that UAE plays in empowering women and especially in technology. So today, as you could see, we had an amazing group of, 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 of women who are involved in the technology sphere. And it's a, a, a very good chance. I think one of the unique things about this is really the opportunity to expose all kind of people to the best uh, practices and also to the leaders in this field. Absolutely. Sustainability is a big focus of this event. How do you feel like it's being highlighted through innovation? I think if you see in every um, uh, panel we have here, you will uh, notice sustainability is a topic. We've brought the leaders of sustainability, people who are managing COP28 and people who are involved in that. So this is a good opportunity for people also to hear it from the people behind these programs. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Daily Digital News. Bits and bytes connect our world. Bits and bytes do connect our world, and we are talking about a very, very special woman in the field of technology. She is known as the youngest Emirati woman inventor. She began inventing things since she was only seven years old, and today she was actually awarded at the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park Women in Tech event the Most Disruptive Woman in Tech Award. And so this is a big achievement for her because she's being recognized for the story that she has to tell, and she's been inspired a lot of women all around the UAE and the region. So we actually had a very nice uh, conversation uh, just a few hours ago. And so we're going to be uh, getting to listen to her, what this award means to her, as well as what is her current work at the moment in the field of innovation. So uh, first off, Fatima, congratulations on receiving the most disruptive woman in tech women's award. Uh, what does this award mean to you? Thank you so much. I'm very surprised actually to be winning this award. It means so much to me uh, to be recognized today in this incredible event and uh, to be recognized on, in the MENA region. A lot of the women that were nominated were inspirations to me growing up and it just means so much to me to be recognized alongside uh, of them, whether I won the award or not. Uh, so I would like to thank uh, Women in Tech and I would like to thank the Innovation Park here in Sharjah for allowing me to be part of this event and for honoring me today. Uh, Fatima, you're an inspiration to many women around the world, being the youngest Emirati inventor. So can you talk to us about your current work at the moment and what has the present day looked like for you? Thank you so much. Uh, I'd be happy to inspire other women in, 
in my industry. Uh, but for me, honestly, my inspiration is just to be a representation for young Emirati, uh, Arab Muslim women, to see that they're able to get into tech, just like Fatma and many other girls out there were able to get into it. Um, at the moment, I just graduated from college. Uh, I'm officially an engineer. Um, so at the moment, I'm just exploring my options in terms of my career, uh, alongside uh, going back into you know the groove of uh, participating in events in the UAE and going back to mentoring kids and, and teens uh, in STEM. Congratulations once again. Um, what inspired you to enter this field? So my passion for technology in general came from the environment I grew up in. Both of my parents uh, are in the tech industry and they didn't push me into it, but I was very strongly influenced by them. Um, I had a passion for robotics and how things worked and that was kind of reflected in the shows that I watched and the books that I read. And then I had a discussion once with my dad who said, you can you can build these things if you wanted to. So let's go buy some things and see if you can build them. And uh, alhamdulillah, those little creations turned into inventions. And I try my best now to use you know, the knowledge that I've gained over the years to educate other people so they can start the way I started when I was younger. That's very sweet. Um, growing up, did you feel like there was a sufficient number of Emirati role models, women in tech, that you looked up to? Unfortunately, I will say uh, when I first grew up, it was really hard for me to recognize those role models. It's not that they didn't exist. Many of them, uh, mashallah, have uh, spoken to us today, and I'm very honored to meet them today. But unfortunately, there was no uh, platform for them uh, or a, a spotlight for them to shine. Uh, a lot of them weren't mentioned in, in our curriculums that we studied in school. Uh, you know, without social media, we didn't know they existed. So I'm very happy today when people look up Emirati women on Google or on social media, they see a bunch of incredible women that are uh, talented in every field. So I won't say that we had a lack of uh, role models, we just didn't give them the platform to shine and I'm happy to see that they're recognized today. Just like any other celebrity, you know, you walk You're in the mall, you see a doctor. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but you know, you see all these incredible doctors and uh, you know, scientists and engineers and see all the teens are coming up to them and saying they're a big fan. So it's, it sounds really nice that we have uh, role models that are uh, incredible in their own ways and, and are inspiring the coming nations or coming generations. Uh, Fatima, a lot of women out there, young women, might be aspiring to be just like you one day. What is one piece of advice that you wish you knew when you were first starting your journey? Oh, this is a really hard one. I mean, honestly, I would hope people would aim to even become better than I am um, and be talented and incredible in their own ways. Uh, I will definitely tell them to try everything. Uh, I know in, in our uh, culture, we are pushed towards specific industries. Uh, we might feel pressured by our communities, our parents, to pursue different things. But it's very important that you explore, explore all of your options. You will not lose anything by failing in something. Uh, so try, try doing sports, try learning languages, try you know, getting into any industry. All it takes is watching one YouTube video <laughs> or like looking up an article or something. Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a hot moment since we talked about Elon Musk and we talked about X to be more specific. But today, ladies and gentlemen, we have very... I kind of gave you a spoiler yesterday when Omni and I were speaking about paid things and subscriptions and how X might actually be paid. Now, Elon Musk has came out and said that Musk would or could charge all users a small monthly payment 
to use the platform. Now, Online Platform X could introduce a monthly fee for all its users. And Elon Musk said that on Monday, citing he does need to cut down on the bots. I don't know what's his issue. He has a very big issue with bots where he is pushing AI. I don't understand it. It's like you push for something, but you want to stop something. But the tech tycoon has made multiple changes since taking over the website for $44 billion in October of last year, when it was known as Twitter. Now, we do know, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, you know Elon Musk has a very weird way of operating and he has fired thousands of employees, introduced a paid premium option, cut content moderation, and even reinstated formerly banned accounts, including that of former US President Donald Trump. Now he said in July the platform had lost roughly half its advertising revenue because, well, advertisers thought that X or Twitter has become very controversial and a toxic platform. Yes, indeed. Now, bots, which are accounts run by computer programs rather than humans, they're common in X, where they can be used to artificially amplify political messages or sometimes specific propaganda that they have in mind. And so during a talk with Musk on Monday, we've definitely seen a lot of questions being raised online on how can X prevent the use of bots or even armies of bots to replicate and amplify it. And Musk did, did go ahead and respond and say that the company was actually moving to having a small monthly payment for the use of the X system in attempt to explain that this is his way of getting around the increasing number of bots. It's the only way, according to him, that he can think of to, co to combat the vast armies of bots and also to make revenue because to him, that's going to be a big source of money. Now, bots cost a fraction of a penny, which we can say a tenth of a penny. And so if somebody even has to pay a few dollars, a minor amount, the effective cost of bots is very high. And so to him, that's another way also to get a payment method every time you have a new bot. And so a lot of people were actually very shocked by this because they think this is going to be another, we could say it's another way to turn down users from using the platform altogether. Yes. And again, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people around the world do use Twitter and $8 a month. It can actually, you know, affect a lot of users. But, you know, the conversation which was broadcast on X came as a Tesla tycoon is mired actually in a row with the Anti-Defamation League, which is a U.S.-based organization. Now, Musk had accused the ADL of making unfounded accusations of anti-Semitism, and it had scared away advertisers and even hurt his company's revenue, and he has even threatened to sue for billions and billions of dollars. So there's never a dull moment when Elon Musk is in charge or Elon Musk is in the news. I just want to see one day where we talk about Elon Musk, and there's a happy moment for Mr. Elon Musk. But 4215, ladies and gentlemen, let me know what you guys' thoughts are, and what do you guys think of Twitter, X, and Elon Musk as a whole? Now, if we think your insight is intriguing, we're going to bring you on the air for you to tell us what you think right here on Pulse95. But I don't want you guys to be sad, because we have a song called Sad by XXX Tanasian. Check this out. Check this out. All the iPhone. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking about the iPhone for the past couple of months now because the iPhone 15 is a very, very hot topic. And iPhone pre-bookings have been drawing shoppers from India, Pakistan, and Europe to the UAE. And tech lovers from abroad are traveling to the UAE to pre-book their iPhones, which does start at 4 p.m. 
on their official website. Now, they do want to be among the first to get their hands on the latest iPhone models, even if they have to travel a long way to do it. And let me tell you, to me, that is dedication. I couldn't even uh, you know, stay awake for a movie premiere, ladies and gentlemen. But again, uh, there's also a very big issue, which would be lesser taxes and the availability of these phones and people from different countries have actually arrived in the UAE and more specifically in the Emirate of Dubai. Many enthusiasts have come from India, Pakistan, and Europe for an opportunity to get the phone at a very low price comparable to their respected home countries. Now, in places like India and Pakistan, Omnia iPhones mm. can be very expensive because of the taxes that are implied on them. And according to visitors from these countries, people often ha have to spend 1,000 dirhams more for the iPhone Pro models, and that's a lot of money, actually. And a lot of people actually just, you know, they say, I'll pay a 1,500 dirham ticket, come to the UAE, have a little bit of a break, and also I buy the phone I want, and instead of spending that 1,000 on taxes in I'll their respected country, they'll enjoy it right here in the UAE. Absolutely, and the thing is, even right here in the UAE, the, the nice thing about it is you can book it from stores, you can even book it on Apple's website, and even though there is some wait time that people have actually been complaining about, just like we've mentioned, with the Pro models, not the Pro Max, you're waiting at least four to five weeks if you order it now. With the Pro model, with the Pro Max model, you're waiting up until at least November, about 18th mm -hmm, November, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to get the phone. But still, you're not getting it at a much hiked price. It's the typical price that Apple is launching, which, to be fair, it's way better than any other place around the world. You know, Omnia, what's uh, you know very mind baffling is to me, uh, and a lot of people around the, around the world, especially you know a lot of tech enthusiasts and tech bloggers. Uh, it's always been well known that India had very high taxes implied on the iPhones because yeah. of customs and exports and imports. But we have been talking about how the very first made in India phone. So a lot of Indians and a lot of people were expecting the phones or the iPhones, to be more exact, to be a much lower in price than originally because... Obviously, we're eliminating yeah. the import fee, the export fee, custom fees, because all of those are tax taxable, True. correct? But again, uh, you know, even though these phones are being made or assembled in India, they are still paying above market price because of the taxes. So again, we're looking at a lot of people coming to the UAE to pre-book and also to buy their phones. Now, a European tourist actually did arrive in the UAE last week to get his hands on the new model. And he actually said in a statement that there's a big demand for iPhones in my country and I can get them at a relatively cheaper price than here. Now, it is not dirt cheap, but it is cheaper than their respected countries because Europe, as we do know, there's specific countries that have very high tax on luxury items. Now, the iPhone is not labeled as a need item. It is labeled as a luxury item True. and a premium item. So the way the European Union views it is... Well, it needs to be taxed upon. But again, uh, you know, it's a very interesting to see how what people will go to extreme lengths to get the iPhone 15 and their hands on the iPhone 15. For Omni and I, it's just another iPhone. And yeah. uh, we do not plan on getting it at this moment in time. But who knows? Maybe a lot of people are actually very excited about it because um, they've been waiting for it. I didn't think it was worth the wait, but to many... It definitely is. Some pe some people have FOMO, fear of missing out, and they want to always have their hands on the best technology. But we want to know what your guys' thoughts are regarding the iPhone 15 
as I and Omnia personally don't feel like there is anything special coming out of it except the new material being used and the action button. But ladies and gentlemen, that is our time for today and we're going to be opening up the airways for the only place to be at 3 with the man himself, Omar Dori, commencing in T-minus 6 minutes right here on Pulse95. Keep it locked, but Omni and I will see you guys tomorrow. Same time, same place, only here on Pulse. 95.